Welcome to Content Etc, a podcast to help you work through the challenges of marketing your creative small business. I'm your host, journalist and copywriter Michelle Gately from Word by Word Storytelling. I want to help you feel really excited about the content marketing process so you can feel confident in it and know that it's not just something else to cross off your to-do list. I'm all about the gentle and sustainable growth, so if you're after quick hacks and one-size-fits-all templates, then this is not the place for you. My mission is to help you create content marketing that's actually interesting, feels and sounds authentic, not just like a sales robot, and has just a little sprinkle of strategic magic. I want to help you feel really great about your content so that you can show your dream clients why you're their perfect match. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back to Content Etc. In this episode, we are going to be exploring one of the most important elements for your copywriting and marketing communications, and that is knowing who you want to speak to. Understanding your dream client or customer is one of the best ways to make sure that all of your content and everything you put out about your business helps you stand out from the crowd. And if you've already created products or you're already offering services, then you actually probably already have an idea of the sort of person who is attracted to those offers. But in this episode, I really want to help you clarify some of the elements of this and hopefully this will help you write content that really builds a connection between those dream people and your brand. Knowing this stuff will also really help you add personality to your writing because it helps you choose the words, the stories and the examples that you will use in your content that will really resonate with your specific people. And of course, if you want a little bit more guidance on what I'm talking about with that, if you scroll back in the feed, you'll see that I did an episode a few weeks ago about adding personality to your writing. And those are the sorts of things that I talked about there. So in this episode today, we're going to be talking about understanding your dream client better using psychographics. And that is all about understanding why someone buys. So you have probably heard the term demographics, hear that thrown around a lot on the news, in marketing, all that sort of thing. And that's the data about who your buyer is. It's things like gender, age, income, location, all that sort of stuff. But as I said, psychographics are more about the why. Looking at things like beliefs, goals, values and attitudes And when it comes to writing content and copy, that is much more useful for us in crafting something that's really compelling. Although, of course, you absolutely need a mix of both to create this accurate image of the person your brand is serving. So demographics are still important, but I would say psychographics are the sort of things that we want to really focus on, the sort of why behind someone and why they're attracted to our brand. And if you'd like a bit more detail about demographics versus psychographics, I'll link in the show notes an interesting article from HubSpot. Um, And I'll also have some information in the show notes about how we can work together for the rest of the year. If you would like some 
personalized help for your marketing, your content and your website copywriting. And there's also a link so that you can sign up for my weekly emails. At the moment, I'm doing a small series where I send a very small, simple, actionable tip to help you write better copy. Um, And then you'll also hear some sort of behind the scenes stories from me um, running business and trying to market my business in a gentle and more sustainable way. So... Let's get back to finding our dream person. So the thing that I want to emphasize is with looking at why someone buys, I do not believe in manipulating people or using their fears as a way to drive sales. However, I think with services in particular, it's important to understand the problems that someone is looking for a solution for or the goals that they want to achieve, mainly so that you can show why and how you might be a good fit for them. So really it's about identifying those problems so that you can speak to how you can genuinely help them. And actually, I'm also going to link a blog post written by Josephine Brooks, who joined me on the show um, a few episodes ago. And in it, she discusses this ethical dilemma that we might feel around marketing to the so-called pain points, why it might feel uncomfortable for us and how we can reframe it to be a bit less icky, but why it's still important. So the questions that I'm going to share today are actually a very small part of a free resource that I have called the Website Copy Prep Kit. Um, And you can download that for free. Um, That will also help you join the notes from the margins email list. So that's the link I'm going to include in the show notes that I mentioned before. Um, And it's basically a sort of big, deep questionnaire that I use to start any website copywriting project because the actual words you see on a website are like the tip of the iceberg. And I think it's really important to understand all this stuff about your business and your audience before you can write more engaging copy. So basically I've I've shared a bunch of those questions in that free resource but today we're just gonna talk about the questions that relate to the people who you're serving so now to some questions to help you understand your dream people a little better and with these it's absolutely okay if right now you're sort of just imagining these as the people you want to work with. Um, I'll share a bit later about how you can flesh it out even more. But I think especially if you're starting out, if you're pivoting and you want to sort of change the people that you're working with, it might require a degree of imagination. So finding who you serve. First question, What are their goals or deep desires? And most importantly, where did these overlap with your offers? So if we were to look at word by word storytelling, for example, I would say that some of the goals of the people that I want to work with are that they are 
are delivering marketing in a way that feels really authentic to them. It doesn't feel icky. It doesn't feel like pro-marketing kind of gross sales tactics. And their goals around that would be that they feel quite confident in sharing that. They feel like it reflects their brand well, it reflects their personality. And ultimately, it's not a huge chore for them to be doing in their business because they've created a marketing system that, you know, matches their strengths and is something that they really want to do and that obviously overlaps with how I can help them so identifying those marketing channels that will help you get off the hustle cycle of being on social media and drawing out some of those uh, techniques of writing more captivating and storytelling and story-led content. That's just uh, a little insight there into um, how I think about my business. So the second question, what are their values and how do they fit with yours? So to use me as an example again, I would say that my dream people value authenticity. They value creativity and for me that probably comes across in the fact that they appreciate my more creative story-led approach over strategy but it's also reflected in the fact that most businesses I work with the the business owners have such a strong creative streak and that creativity is a core part of either the service they're delivering or the product that they're making. So third question is, what are their fears or things they're trying to avoid? And these are a little bit more values-based because in the next question, we're going to get more specific. Using me as an example again, um, I would say that my dream people are trying to avoid promoting their business in a way that feels gross to them in a way that doesn't align with their personal values. They're trying to avoid or they're afraid of coming across as someone they're not in their marketing and there being that disconnect with how they are in person. And I would say that they're also looking to avoid being super busy and overworked. They want to attract the right people that align with them and they don't just want to be busy with marketing for the sake of it. And they are also trying to avoid constantly hustling and feeling like they're behind whatever marketing trend and that they need to sort of be on this hamster wheel of content creation all the time to keep up. So fourth question kind of leads on from that. What are some of the specific problems that your people are searching for help with or need a solution for? Um, And for example, with this, if you are selling a more luxury or a nice to have item, you can think about instead what like the ideal outcome is for this person if they use your product. What is the sort of transformation or enhancement for their life? And you can sort of focus on that. But in terms of um, services and specific problems, um, again, if we go back to me as an example, 
I would say that people are searching for help with clarifying which marketing channels are going to be most useful for their business and making a decision about how to approach them. Perhaps they're also looking for help with how to combine that strategy with their personality and also often practically looking for some help with the words and actually refining their message into good copy as well. And the fifth thing that you want to ask yourself is why would your dream people be attracted to your solution and your brand? And this is going to help you hopefully tie everything back together. So for me, I would say people are attracted to the services I offer because of that gentle, sustainable marketing approach they see that that fits with their sort of approach to business and perhaps they also like my the, the way that I word things. It's tricky with copywriting because I think you do get a feel for a copywriter's style um, but I would say they're attracted to that because they want the combination of my marketing and journalism knowledge and sort of the unique way that I bring that. And they're looking for someone who will encourage them and help them feel more confident about their brand and their business. And I know that I can offer that. So that would be something that I would say would attract people. But again, sometimes you can't just guess with these things. And if you are kind of guessing and imagining, that's absolutely fine. But this is going to evolve over time. So what I would recommend is if you're basing this purely on sort of imagining the dream people that you want to work with is to eventually do some research. So how do you find out that information without just guessing? So you can start with your research by looking at the people who've worked with you or bought from you before. If you've got testimonials, this is brilliant. Read through them and highlight the sort of things that stand out. If you haven't asked for them or if you feel like you want a bit more information, you feel it's appropriate, you could reach out to those people and ask a few more questions. Ask them why they chose you. What was it about your approach to this thing that they really appreciated? What attracted them to working with you? Just so you can understand where they're coming from because it might have been something that you hadn't even noticed or thought about. Hearing it in their words as well is going to help you understand your brand a little better and it's hopefully going to give you a bit of confidence about where you sort of stand out from other competitors. Um, I'm going to give you an example here actually from a copy edit I did for one of my favourite stationery designers, one of my favourite humans, Lucy from Leaf Lane Studio. So if you're not aware, a copy edit is my new service. It is a website audit sort of combined with me rewriting your copy for you. So um, within a few days, you'll get your report back and I will have 
oodles of suggestions for how you can change things and I'll have actually done those suggested changes for you so you can just copy and paste if you want I'm really excited to do some more of these with a bunch of different businesses because I find it so fun to do and Lucy is a stationary designer she creates the most beautiful buying experience and I say this as a big fan of her products before um, we worked together on this copy edit. In fact, she designed our wedding stationery for us last year. So Lucy's products are always carefully wrapped and presented. She includes a handwritten thank you note and she always writes the address in like this gorgeous calligraphy. I mean, I can't draw like stick figures, so I'm always amazed. And when it comes through the post box, it's like this little bit of joy. And we sort of... I knew this about her, but what I noticed in reading through the survey that every business owner fills out before copy edit and then looking through the reviews on her website is that she hadn't really spoken about it. So it's not something you would know unless you bought from her and were coming back as a repeat customer. And so many people in their reviews said the packaging is one of the things that I love about buying from Leaf Lane Studio. So what does this have to do with your customers' desires and beliefs? Well, Lucy knows her dream people. They know She knows that they value creating kindness through a gifting experience and that they're searching for like handmade products to make someone feel special. Um, they don't just want their products shoved into a random bag in a warehouse. You know, they want this lovely experience. And Lucy also knows that the people who are attracted to her brand really value the environment and they want products that are eco-friendly, that are not wrapped in plastic, um, all that sort of stuff. So when I was looking at all of this information and how we could change up her website copy, I focused on communicating the way that her packages create this lovely gifting experience for someone, whether they're buying for themselves or as a gift for people. Um, And we also added some sections to the website um, about the sustainability of the brand and about the eco-friendly packaging. So that's an example of how understanding all those little tiny things and like also the big things the big picture values of your dream people can sort of help you to know what to communicate what to emphasize what to share in your copy and your content so to wrap up I will share those questions again without all my random interjections so firstly What are your dream person's goals or deep desires? Where do they overlap with your products or services? Number two, what are their values? How do they fit with yours? Number three, what are the things that they're trying to avoid? Number four, what are some specific problems that they need help with and how can you help them? Or what's the transformation 
um, that could help them and why? And fifth, why are they attracted to your solution and your brand? Like I said before, you can and should continue to revise and evolve this profile over time when you get new reviews, when you get new testimonials, you know, every couple of months to sort of check in with yourself and make sure that this is still really accurate or whether you can flesh it out a little bit more. And in the next episode of the podcast, I am going to explain how you can combine this dream client profile with your content pillars to come up with more engaging ideas for your social media, blogs, email, or your other content. So I hope you'll join me then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Content Etc. If you head over to wordbywordstorytelling.com forward slash blog, you'll find a blog version of this episode. There'll be links to anything I've mentioned in this episode in the show notes on your podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by tagging me in your stories on Instagram, where I'm at wordbywordstorytelling. And let me know what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. If you know someone who would enjoy listening to the show, please tell them about it. Word of mouth is still one of the most powerful forms of podcast recommendation. Make sure you're following the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it drops.